So you just probably move those boxes that row, move them to the side and put that in there. We'll put these two nice stands in there. We've moved grands, we move concert grands. We move every type of piano. I moved the player piano, which was over about 1,200 pounds. I moved gun safes. I moved washer dryers, industrial washer and dryers, industrial freezers. I moved everything. I'm just Anthony Turner. I work for Still City Movers. 24. Good. I used to hate the gym, actually. Um, and then... During a pretty like tough season in my life, I started going to yoga every day. And then I started to get stronger. And the link between like movement and health seemed really impactful to me. My name is Inkem Chikwendu, and I am one of the trainers here at the JCC. The idea of this test, it's called the double drum test, is to simulate the use of the wheelchair over a lifetime of five years. And the idea is to figure out if there's a potential for um, the frame failing or cracking or a wheel breaking or something that's going to cause the wheelchair to not be functional anymore. My name is Brandon Davler. I'm a PhD student at the University of Pittsburgh, the graduate student researcher at the Human Engineering Research Laboratories, and founder and CEO of Atomized Incorporated. I shined shoes for two years, for two years. Just that's all I did, you know? When you're dealing with Prada, Ferragamo, Gucci, Louboutin, you got to know what you're doing. Mario Ulizzi, and I uh, fix shoes, and I own Swickly Shoe Repair. Hello, I'm Kevin C. Brown. And I'm Margaret J. Krause. And you're listening to Still Working, a show about how work shapes who we are and how we see the world. Our series was inspired by Chicago radio giant Studs Terkel and his book, Working. The subtitle is What People Do All Day and How They Feel About What They Do. That's exactly what we wanted to know for our time and in our region. Today, a mover, a personal trainer, a mobility researcher, and a shoemaker. Four Western Pennsylvanians in motion. I could still remember looking at my father and I rip apart a pair of shoes and say, I'm never going to be able to do that. I, I can't do it. As you're taking apart a shoe and you're hearing and, and then you learn which noises are good and which noises are bad really quickly. I just remember being scared, did not want to ruin anybody's shoe. Um, I can't afford to pay for somebody's shoe, you know? But if I made a mistake, I'd show it to my father-in-law and he would just say, don't worry, I'll take care. I'll fix it. <laughs> I remember meeting my wife at the West Park Street Fair. She was 14 and I was 15. I, I still know exactly where she was standing, right, right on Rosewood. And uh, we, we, we really haven't been apart since. You know, back in 1990, I met my wife and I started fixing shoes in 91. We, we got married in September and I remember we were being on our, we were on our honeymoon and we were planning our shop out on our honeymoon. We took a cruise. My wife's 22, I'm 23. And we're at this group of uh, older couples. They're looking at us like we're nuts. <laughs> they are looking at us, we're talking, oh, yeah, yeah. We're, we're, I have a shoe repair when I go back. <laughs> I'm gonna open up and, and 
first of all, they're looking at us like, I can't believe you're married. These are babies. And I'm opening up. I'm talking about opening up my own shop and a shoe repair shop. They're like, what? Like, they're probably thinking I'm in the gutter right now. There's no training to be a trainer. Basically, you, you study for a while to get certified, and then once you're certified, it's like, okay, go find a job and work with real people. I think it's about listening and remembering at the end of the day that I have my own ideas about what physical fitness is and how to work out, but what is their body? What do they really want? And it should be fun. Fitness should be fun. It shouldn't feel like a task. It shouldn't feel like, I don't know, I just think it should be fun. <laughs> I'm sweatier than I want it to be. I'm so sorry to hear that. <laughs> Whatever, you paid for this. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to bring everything to this landing. You run it down to the door, and we'll take care of the door to the truck. Let me know when you get overwhelmed and launch at it. All right. The first thing is we assess the situation, and it depends on what type of trucks we use. Then we try to find a base piece of furniture, like uh, dressers, nightstands, um, anything of that level and sturdiness that we could place stuff on top of. Alright, so we'll probably put the bed, is there there's a mirror or something? That box that you have. Put take the box frame, that box of mirror, then the bed. But I should be right behind you after that. When I first started, I'll admit to the world, uh, I didn't know how to load a truck. I really didn't. It was multiple uh trips going back and forth with things that could have been done in one trip. It's more of like playing Tetris and you don't want to play Jenga, you want to play Tetris. This is the machine shop that we have here. So I came initially as a master's student. I think they wanted to test my skills initially. I performed good enough on that test to be able to move up to the Mobility Enhancement Robotic Wheelchair Project. And that was a huge challenge for me, it was my basically my first major project of my academic career. My first day I was completely lost. <laughs> I did not know where to begin. I was literally starting from scratch with a new design and we wanted it to be able to climb an, up to an eight inch curb because that's unfortunately one of the major barriers that people with disabilities have, not only with crossing the street, but uh, many of the buildings here in Pittsburgh have a single step to get in. So we wanted to try to address that problem with a wheelchair that could get up and over that. One more. Okay. See, it wasn't so bad. It was pretty bad. <laughs> <laughs> but one more, and then you're done, and that's it. Last so a personal trainer is a tool at the end of the day that you use to advance your own health or your own fitness. So my clients have a lot of different goals. Some of them it's to achieve a level of health or fitness. For some it's to maintain that. For some it's a recovery from injuries. I find personal training to be a very creative thing because clients always expect a different workout every time. So constantly coming up with new programs and it's a very high intensity total body workout I like to throw in maybe six to eight exercises, like really try to maximize the time that they have. A lot of people don't have a lot of time to work out, and so my attempt is to try and fit an hour into 30 minutes, and that's kind of how my style goes, so it's very 
quick. Customers come in and they think uh, it's cookie cutter. You know, they don't realize, you know, nothing comes in a size. It's all comes in sheeting and materials, all cut to fit, shaved. The biggest misconception is it can't be fixed. And that's really not true. You could fix just about any shoe. Lots of times it's, it's just not worth it. You know, you take a shoe apart with, with the budget of the shoe and what I have to put into it, it's really not worth being fixed. And sometimes that's, that even sounds insulting. Anybody seeking out a shoe repair, that person, that specific person is uh, uh, conscientious. You know, they, they, they take the shoes personal. When you put on a, a, a pair of shoes that you, you feel represent you, it's like putting on, it's like a song in the car and one of those songs come on and you're like you're singing along with the song you know you put on the, that right pair of shoes you feel comfortable you feel confident the saying is you know you want to judge somebody you look at their shoes and it, and it, and it really is true it, it, it tells a lot about a person the main muscle that you're going to use in this is your brain that's the first thing because you got to figure how to get this piece out and sometimes you have to put a piece horizontal. Sometimes you have to keep a piece vertical to get it around corners. I don't like the stigma or the stereotype of a mover supposed to be this husky guy. Moving is definitely a little guy's job, a little guy with strength job. I have no problem moving anything, but we would rather move just your furniture. But if we are moving everything, we'd just like to have everything somewhat organized, somewhat packaged properly. We'd like things to be disassembled. Hey, Ed, do you still have the IKEA tool for this? Yeah. Especially when we get into taking uh, IKEA furniture apart, they recommend when you even put that stuff together that you need two people and it's gonna be time consuming. So just imagine that's already 45 minutes at your load, 45 minutes at your unload, because anything that we take apart, we put back together. And it's not us sitting back trying to milk the time. It's us really trying to put your stuff back together in a secure fashion so when we leave, you don't fall through your bed. Or when we leave, your dresser doesn't fall apart or your mirror doesn't fall. We just have to make everything secure. The idea is to simulate it falling off of a curb. So in the fall of 2016, I began researching an alternative power source for powered wheelchairs and we decided to pursue air as an alternative so we started testing it. Batteries are heavy, they require frequent replacement, um, they take a long time to recharge and as well as their performance decreases over time. So we thought that using air could fix these problems. So that led to the development of the new chair which is the world's first fully submersible power wheelchair that can get wet. And we got a lot of press from the new chair and a lot of people were interested in it and I thought, well, why couldn't I be the one to bring it to market and commercialize it? So that's kind of where the idea got sparked for me to start my company, Atomize Incorporated. I, would, I started thinking about it probably about a year ago, whenever there was 
there was a lot of interest in the wheelchairs and started also thinking about what am I going to do when I graduate and the thought of working for somebody else and having a set schedule every day wasn't really something that I was looking forward to. I think people on Shark Tank always say that business owners are the only people that will work an 80-hour week to avoid working 40 hours a week for somebody else. This one was always hard to learn, too. I love this machine. Uh, yeah, when you stitch it, uh, you think of all the moving parts sometimes the, as it's going. I still get amazed. When you run your own business, it's uh, uh, it's 24/7. You know, it's it's uh, people say don't take it personal. It's just business. But when you have your own business, it's personal. It's your personal business, and it's. I take lots of things to to heart. I don't take things lightly, you know. Uh, so we work hard to not come up short at the end of the day I uh, when the head hits the pillow always I typically have no regrets because I did my best you have to move moving is, is essential to life it's, it's something that you just can't avoid uh, my five-year plan I'm currently on my th three years into it is to branch off with either the company or with my own moving company by looking up you couldn't tell how old I am but I'll be 40 next year I don't see myself lifting boxes or moving furniture. I'd rather be in a managerial management position and having my own shop and doing all the logistics that way and teaching people what I know and passing it on to somebody else because my son's coming up so he can be the next in line to do the same things I'm doing. We'll go down to that one more time. Shoulders over the rest, go. I'm really interested in the link between mental health and physical activity and utilizing physical activity as prevention for more than just like physical illnesses, but also mental illnesses. When I moved to Pittsburgh, I became more aware of lifestyle diseases. I lived in the Homewood area. I live in Wilkinsburg now. I just, I don't believe that fitness should be a luxury. Like I understand that me as a personal trainer, like I'm pretty expensive. I love what I do, but how do I provide it to everyone who needs it, not just those who can afford it? People with disabilities tend to have less access to fun, and that's a huge deal. Many times we are left sitting on the sidelines as our peers participate in activities simply because of the technology that we're required to use restricts us from participating. I became a spinal cord injury in 2005 due to a motocross accident, and I've been a power wheelchair user since. I experience all the issues that come with being a power wheelchair user and I wanted to basically try to address the problems that I experience so it not only helps me but other people with disabilities. Bills don't get paid if I don't work um, and my son, I work for my son, that's my responsibilities. So I work to keep a roof over my head, to keep food in my stomach and my son's stomach, and yeah, and to and give him the things that I wasn't able to have as a child. So I make sure that he has that and to establish for his future 
whether it's c- going to college or building his own business. But yeah, that's where I'm at with why I work. I love what I do. It's a job with very little glory. But yeah, it's it's sexy now, you know. This, this, and the hipster movement has been great for, for Sharif Bear. The throwback of what your grandfather had is good for us. And I think that's, it's an awakening and I really admire that. Quality should never be a style. It should be, it, it should be just a, a, a way of life. It's, it's a shame it's just in style now. I hope this style stays, yeah. Still working is me, Margaret J. Krause. And me, Kevin C. Brown. Funding help comes from the A.W. Mellon Educational and Charitable Trust Fund of the Pittsburgh Foundation. For more information, to hear other stories throughout the month, see photos and subscribe to our iTunes or Google Play podcast feed. Visit wesa.fm slash stillworking. Next time, not working. Kind of. Thanks for listening.